Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Industry leading. Difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting. In Waverly, they bring your best ideas to life from concept to completion. Get a quote today by visiting empire-fence or call 402-682-7658. So I asked Nathan, right, ACC guy. Big ACC guy. Big ACC guy here. Asked him the question that we were uh, pondering in the first segment there. And and I'll ask Steve. We'll bring in Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Hello, Steve. First of all, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. All right, so we got a question for you. Um, Where does Clemson play football? Uh, South Carolina. Do you know the city? Mm. Oh man, I'm I'm uh, struggling here. <laughs> so it's, no, it's okay. Okay, where we, is we, it? do you want a hint? Yeah, do you want a hint? Yeah, get, hint me up. You already said it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's a good one right there. Guys. So so here <laughs> we we seriously thought in the first segment we got asked that question. And we were seriously thinking, like, Columbia? No. no. And we finally looked yeah. up. And our ACC guy, our, our, our guy, we have Nathan Brennan, who works here, um, uh-huh. went to Virginia Tech. Big – portrays himself and, and always brags about the ACC. Had to look it up. He didn't know that Clemson played in Clemson, South Carolina. So we can't, we can't feel bad. All right, so uh, we're joined by Steve Mark of Hale Varsity here on the Happy Hour. Steve – Let's let's just dive right into a couple things. Um, Nebraska gets the commitment of Oshan Mathis and and Devin Drew. We we kind of have an idea of how big Oshan's or the addition of of Oshan Mathis is. But how about Devin Drew? I mean, how how desperate was Nebraska to get an interior defensive guy? Well, they were. Yeah, that's a that's a great point because I think they were very desperate. I think Devin Drew um, coming from. Uh, Texas Tech, where he played two seasons in Lubbock, is a was a huge, absolutely massive need um, on the interior, right? Because because right now he's he's probably if you want, want to 
project the depth chart right now, he'd, he'd be the guy lining up next to Ty Robinson on the in- interior of that mm-hmm. D-line, um, right in between um, O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett, Garrett Nelson probably uh, for the for the two DNs. So I think right now um, when you look at the possibility of maybe a, a Ty Robinson and a Devin Drew in the middle and then kind of flanked by those two DNs and O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett Nelson, that's a pretty good um, four-man front you have there, uh, yeah. at least to me it is. Um, so yeah, just just watching some highlights with uh, uh, Devin Drew from his time at Texas Tech, and even um, before that when he was at Iowa Western for two years, where he was an All American. Um, that guy can play. Uh, he's he's a big body who who kind of grew in. He uh, played was a high school linebacker, a middle linebacker in the Kansas City area um, before college, and then kind of added the weight and learned how to be a defensive lineman from from some good coaches over there at Iowa Western, and, and now he's a power five caliber defensive lineman on the inside, and I, I just really think it was a, a really good get from Nebraska. You bring up Iowa Western. I mean, how big – it's been talked about how he may be the first guy from Iowa Western to come to Nebraska under this staff. I mean, how big of a, of a concern is that, that they may not have the best relationship – with the Reavers over the or the 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 coaches over in, in Iowa Western and Council Bluffs there when they are less than an hour and a half away, yeah, it seems like that would be kind of like a, a no brainer, right? To to go over there and just like you know have have a good relationship with that coaching staff and, and that program over there because you know you saw it um, at, the, at the last weekend's NFL draft with Perrion Winfrey, yeah, uh, D lineman who got drafted, I think it was fourth round um, from Oklahoma. Um, he's going to be a Cleveland Brown right now as as an interior lineman, and uh, yeah, he spent his first two seasons over there at Iowa Western before committing to the Sooners. Um, so yeah, it's just you know, it's not too far away. It's right next door. Um, I, I think that you know it, it, it makes sense to me to to go over there and kind of um, have a potential pipeline over there from Iowa Western to Nebraska, but it just hasn't happened. But you know, maybe maybe right now with with Devin Drew, uh, maybe maybe that's a start of a little something that they could get there with with yeah. a Lincoln and Council Bluffs. Now, Steve, we were we were everybody was worried about the lack of depth on the defensive line. You've got your two you know defensive line commits, but something that interested me was when they were when people were talking to Devin Drew, he mentioned something about playing in a four three. Uh, and as we know, this staff really likes to likes to run the three four. Is there is there going to be a chance that that things get switched up? Maybe they go back and forth between a three four and a four three. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a that's a great point. I, I totally see that happening. Um, I, you know, Eric Shenander, the defensive coordinator here at Nebraska, he he kind of talked about that. And and you know the the thing about um, being flexible is you know it's it's good thing for for different offenses that you see in the Big Ten and, and the way um, Shenander Shenander does it. He he, he his uh, defense is able to be that um, kind of flexible um, nature and and kind of shift into a three-man front or a four-man front and you know if you're a, a team or program that has limited depth um, with big bodies on the inside on, on the interior you know that's one way that you can kind of hide that is by you know putting two dns out there and having a four-man front so yeah i think that's a definitely a, a good kind of option that they could um, um, definitely look at uh, this this season and i think it's kind of a safe bet you're going to see that especially with the development of gary Garrett Nelson as a defensive end outside linebacker and, and Caleb Tanner is as kind of a guy out. That's one thing that I'm really kind of interested to see is, is what they're going to do with Caleb Tanner along with Garrett Nelson and Ocean Mathis on the field at the same time. That just, that just screams to me like they're down pass rushing situation. It's going to be some, some fun stuff to, to see what Eric Schneider, um kind of dials up on third downs this year. 
We're, we're speaking to Steve Mark of, uh, of Hale Varsity here. One one more football one before. I, I want to ask you a little bit about the, the transportal and NIL and things going on around college football, bigger picture stuff. But with Nebraska, they're still going to use utilize the transfer portal for the rest of the offseason here. I mean, they're, they're still bringing in guys for visits. Where do you think they are in – the most need for for something for for another guy whether it's depth or whether it's instant impact where on the field does Nebraska need the most help in your eyes yeah that's a that's a good one and I do think that you know I hate to keep harping on the D line and, yeah. and kind of near the line and scrimmage here but it's definitely the defensive line I, I still think that they could use another interior body just a bigger you know experienced 280 290 to 300 pounder um, and, and those guys don't go on don't grow on trees. I mean, everybody kind of wants those guys that they're in the portal, but having a guy like that, a body like that, who, who comes to Nebraska experienced, just like Devin Drew did with playing um, power five football for two seasons. You know, I think that they could still stand to, to grab another one of those guys as well as, you know, the offensive line, anybody um, just take a look at the center. If you could, if you could find a center, maybe um, I, I think that that would kind of do this program well to bring an experienced guy who's, who's been a center and kind of push um, whether it be Trent Hickson or, or Ethan Piper in that role on um, this year. And, and who knows what Turner Corcoran, where he's going to line back, uh, line up when he's 100% healthy um, mm-hmm. this fall. So I definitely think, you know, look along the line of scrimmage for guys uh, this, this upcoming, I guess, couple weeks now and, and uh, just, you know, looking for future future players along the line of scrimmage in the portal. Okay, so I just thought of this one here. When we talk about quarterbacks, um, it's obviously there's a couple guys that have been lost in the shuffle, whether that's Logan Smothers or even Heinrich Harburg for that matter. It feels like the later and the longer we went, deeper we went into spring ball and, and finally ended it, it seemed like Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy were the two names that a lot of people were talking about. If you had to bet on the number two guy this fall, who would you take? That's such a fun question because I, to to be honest with you guys, I think I told you this in a, a previous interview, but you know, it's before the spring, before the spring game, really. Um, mm-hmm. I thought you know, Logan Smothers would be that number two guy. I thought exactly. it was uh, Casey Thompson as QB one, and then Logan Smothers, um, you know, as the number two. But after the spring game, you know, and just hearing how how tough of a spring. Chubba Purdy had with his with his foot injury that he had um, that only limited that limited him to three only three practices for the whole spring and then to watch him come out at the spring game and, and see him toss the rock like he did I mean it was really impressive just to you know I, I understand that he knows that he was wearing a green jersey and, mm-hmm. and uh, the defensive players weren't allowed to touch him but boy he still hung in the pocket he showed that he can you know, it wasn't his first rodeo in, in the pocket kind of moving around. He, he looked pretty good and, and threw some really good passes and they had zip and everything. So I think, you know, if I had to put a bet on it, um, you know, Casey, Casey Thompson is still my QB one, but man, I, I think uh, uh, Chuba, Chuba Purdy and, and Logan Smothers are neck and neck right there. Um, but, you know, they're different quarterbacks. I, I think, you know, Logan Smothers does, does things um, very well that, you know, that are better than Casey Thompson and, yeah. Uh, Chuba Purdy. I think he's probably one of the better uh, runners of of all three, and I think that you know that that kind of has has a place on the field for for Nebraska's offense. Um, but man, uh, I don't know. I I think I'll still give the edge to, to Logan Smothers. Um, but you know, it's again, it's neck and neck, and they're going to figure it out in the in the in the fall camp. 
we're speaking to Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here. Okay, so let's let's look a little bigger picture, just the the world of college football as it is right now with NIL and everything. Jordan Addison, his whole situation. I just actually thirty seconds ago ran across this tweet um, from somebody that covers the Texas Longhorns saying Texas is in the process of putting together a three million dollar NIL deal to sway Cincinnati defensive end Osef Jasai. Um, are we are, are we ready for this? Like. Should fans just embrace this free agency approach that that college football is about to become, unless there's some regulations here in in the very near future? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I actually saw that tweet as well, and I, I think whoever sent that out was maybe maybe trying to troll some people because I think he meant Joseph Asai, who was a uh, uh, drafted last Thank year goodness. to the Cincinnati defense. Thank goodness. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, with with a uh, Jordan Addison, like it, uh, man, these. these I don't really like where where everything is headed right now. It's you know, I, but that's kind of just a me thing. I need to kind of get it through my head that this is the way it's going to be um, until some rules are set in place. And you know, I think that's a good thing is that there's going to be some legislation passed and some rules passed for for kind of what these boosters and these collectives are are allowed to do. Because right now it's just you know it's the wild west, and I I don't really understand what's going on. And you know, to to be told to be totally truthful, I don't you know, really understand it or like it, but you know, it's, it's what's happening right now. And, you know, it's, it's something that we all need to, I, I guess, adapt to and, and just kind of um, get in our heads that it's not really going to go away um, until, until, you know, rules get made, but no, I don't, I don't think it's really good for the game. And I, and I hate kind of seeing these programs that have these um, really good players who, who they recruited and they developed and just to, you know, see them do well. And then all of a sudden these bigger programs come and take them away you know, it, it's just a very professional type, you know, thing kind of vibe that's going on right now. And, you know, that's not the way I <laughs> kind of uh, liked about college football growing up. But again, you know, it's it's the way of the times. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, get over my get over my feelings on this and just kind of accept the new reality. I'm glad that that tweet was fake, because like I said, yeah. I saw it 30 <laughs> seconds ago and I'm like, no way. Please tell me that this is not because there was that thought in my head that, man, Nebraska just beat Texas out for O'Shawn Mathis. <laughs> so what does this mean? But like I said, um, I'm glad I'm glad to know it was fake. All right. One Husker baseball question before we let you go. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hale Varsity here. They, they traveled to Minnesota this weekend. Nebraska, ninth place in the Big Ten right now, um, in quite a bit of danger of missing the Big Ten tournament, I, I would say so. How bad do they need not only to win this series this weekend, but a sweep? Yeah, I was I was just gonna say, like, man, they need to sweep the Gophers, right? So like bad. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's a good thing that you know that, that the team that they need, um, they they need to do this against is the worst in the conference with yeah. only a, I think it was two wins for two wins in the Big Ten for for Minnesota Soda this year. So yeah, it's a, it's a very, very big, um, it, it's against a, a bad opponent, but it's a, a very big series for Nebraska, but you know, they're, they've been playing well lately. Um, they, they just, you know, pushed Iowa, which is one of the better teams in the country in, in, the, in the big 10. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I think it's that Nebraska, you know, they have a good, um, they have a good, it's, it's rolling right now. And so I, I think that, you know, kind of getting out of Minneapolis with a sweep, you know, is going to do some really good things. And boy, if, if, if it's anything less than a sweep, I, man, I, I don't think that that's good. They need to get out of there with three wins. It, the panic button's pushed down pretty hard right now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I definitely think that that's, um, they're, the players, the coaches aren't going to say it, uh, but mm-hmm. I think just judging from the vibe around the program, they need three wins tonight. Not, uh, three wins this weekend, not two.
Yikes, yikes, yikes. Steve, would you ever be interested in trivia? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> all right, perfect. Sounds good. You're on our all trivia right. team now. Yep, yep. Welcome to the team. Uh, all, all right. right. Well, well, thank you, teammates. <laughs> Steve, appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, good stuff. We'll we'll talk to you very soon. All right. Thanks, Nick. That is Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Appreciate his time as always. Um, thank God that that tweet is fake. They got you. They did get me. You done got got. They they got me good. Um. I do have the the thing to back up on. Literally, he was answering the question, and it came across my Twitter feed. And I thought, you know what? We're just going to see what happens here. Um, and I checked out the dude's profile. Like, the dude's legit. So, I hate trolls. I hate it. Let's hope Elon Musk limits the trolls on No Twitter. trolling on Elon no Musk's tro- Twitter. No trolling on Elon Musk uh, Twitter. All right, let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, we'll round out uh, Thursday's show on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.